So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. We have two episodes. Um, one episode is, of course, for Dragon Ball meets um, Earth Fighters, episode 9. The other is only my opinion on the newest PlayStation video game called Detroit Become Human. So, without further ado, I'm going to be releasing the review first, then we're going to go with the episode. So, as you know, the game has been released and the meta score so far is 80. But, seeing that score, I was kind of disappointed, considering how much the game was advertised and how much they had hopes in it with these kind of, well, let's say long development time. I expected something more. But, I reserved my opinion until I finished the game. And after finishing the game and seeing perhaps... Um, like, maybe um, half of the outcomes that the game might have. I'm not even sure there's even more outcomes, but I've pretty much seen so many of them just for getting to trophies, platinum, stuff like that. Sometimes they're just for fun. I can say that the video game, yes, does fall in the uh, 8 out of 10 category, maybe even less. So, what's the problem with this game? Why... Is this game not as great as Heavy Rain or, well, only a little better than Beyond? Before we get into it, I just want to, uh, I just want to say why those two games were what they were, and why this game is what it is right now. Heavy Rain was a new kind of um, venture into this uh, genre of video games, cinematic video games, where you basically had to watch. And sometimes participate, and when you did, your choices mattered. In Heavy Rain, every choice you made mattered. You could kill somebody, you could kill yourself. Any decision you made, any mistake you made, had an impact. Not saying that the story was incredible or anything, no. The story was good, serviceable. But it was engaging enough to want you to keep going, to actually see different kinds of ending, to see what would happen if you did this, if you did that. So, yeah, it, it was kind of necessary to do it. And the game felt good. I mean, the endings, the uh, gameplay, everything was unique at the time. On PS3, this was one hell of a game. Then, of course, came Beyond Two Souls on PS3, which I played, and it was a nightmare. Aside from having a very ambitious story, it had nothing to offer. And at that time, the chapters were so all over the place that I didn't understand anything from the story. Nobody did. With the PS4 re-release, they actually arranged the chapters in a way that it would make sense. Still, I would say that even though it made a little better, you know, the sensing and the stuff like that, it was better, but it wasn't the same. You couldn't just say that, yeah, this is a great game. No. Beyond Two Souls is a game with so many flaws. One of them being that you cannot in any way sympathize with the character. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you actually feel sorry for her. But it's not that much. And the story isn't that huge to actually want you to keep going. I mean, when I wanted to play it again on PS4, my <laughs> for some reason my game couldn't actually get past one mission. I always got a black screen. So then I thought to myself, well, I already know what's going to happen. And the story isn't that great. So screw it. I just uninstalled the game and went on my own way. Then we come to Detroit, a game which, as you know, was advertised really, really heavily, but didn't get to 
be released sooner than God of War. God of War was a game that Sony was so proud of that they actually said, okay, it's fine, you can release the review scores early, nobody cares. For Detroit, they said, no, don't do that, just keep it. Why? Well, the answer is very obvious, the game isn't that good to begin with. Is it the best game David Cage has ever made? No, not by a long shot. Is it the worst game? No, completely in between. I say the most amazing game David Cage has ever made is Fahrenheit, if you have played it. If you haven't, give yourself a treat, go play it on PC. It's amazing. Even better than Heavy Rain. No doubt about it. So, Detroit can be perhaps the third best game he's ever made, and that's not a good thing. Is it as bad as Beyond Two Souls? No. Definitely not that bad. But what's the problem, really? To be honest, the gameplay doesn't feel that good. I mean, sure, you feel few things that you say to yourself, okay, this is good, gameplay is usual. It's not as drastically different as Beyond. It's not the same as Heavy Rain. But the problem here is that there is no sense of urgency. There's nothing that you can do that can make stuff go wrong. That's the problem. I mean, there's a level that you have to find a deviant. You have to find 10 clues and do whatever. Using your knowledge, using that um, scanning thing, even if you don't use the scanning thing, you will very well find the 10 clues. Even if you don't, the game stops until you do. And then it rewards you with a trophy saying, for example, yeah, you found the guy. But the problem here is that the trophy is given out when you do something that is not expected of you. This is expected of you to find. I don't know how people say it's optional or you can miss, for example, this part. I never had that problem. Maybe, yeah, I had a guide I could look. But still, I'm thinking like most people will play on casual. And when they play, they're going to find all the clues. And there's no timing system saying for example you have five minutes to do this even if they do give you five minutes you will have plenty of time why there is no sense of urgency and another problem is that the story will not change that much should you not play with a character i did this thing i killed two characters and um nothing changed not that much they had their own story we had our own story Two characters did inter- interwine with their stories, but that that was the highlight. And that was when I killed another main character just to make this main character go head-to-head with the supporting character. That got interesting. That's weird. Why is it like that? I mean, the story itself is... It actually has a few good ideas. I mean, it's talking about, well, can robots have feelings? Can they do this? Can they do that? A lot of things. And the fact that humans are very violent and we kill each other. And there's a lot of stuff in the collectible magazines that makes, like, you know, cheeky remarks now and then. Which I think is actually better than the message that the game is trying to give. Game itself is not as huge as it we were led to believe that, yeah, this is so big, your every action impacts. No. There's good action, there's bad action. There's nothing in between. You either go full bad... Or either go full good. That's it. That's disappointing. I mean, I thought that at least we'll be getting something that's in between. And then we have to work until we get it to the best shot possible. But here, no. You have, like, 
Mass Effect system, Renegade, or, you know, the other option. And it's just weird. Like, why would they do that? There's no difficulty in the game, especially with the experience difficulty. That isn't even challenging. Not at all. I mean, with casual, your characters can't die. With the experience, the only difference is that, yeah, your characters can actually die. It kind of sucks that the game doesn't have that much story to go on and that it doesn't make you feel that your choices matter that much. Because at the end, everything happens. I mean, sure, you can get your character killed and stuff like that, but the base of the story doesn't change. Not unless you actually are willing to kill two main characters just to see what happens with the supporting characters. At that moment, I did see what happened. And I was like, hmm, this was actually good. This actually made me feel something. It was new. But the rest, eesh. The game, like I said, it feels really weird. It doesn't have that much of a story to go on. It doesn't have that much of a gameplay to go on. It doesn't have that much of a replay value. Heavy Rain had that. Heavy Rain had a lot of replay value. This guy does not. It does not have a replay value. I mean, as soon as you finish the game, you can just throw it away, buy it, you know, just sell it, rent it to somebody, do whatever you want. You're not missing out on something huge like saying, hey, you missed a secret ending. Even if you do, it's not worth going all through all of those chapters just to see it. The game had some things to say. But how can you say it when you're living in a world where we had near Automata also saying all of those things? Is it possible that many of the Western audience didn't get to play near? It may be. I'm not surprised to actually hear that so many people didn't get to play that game, but they actually did. Two, two million and a half, not counting the pirated versions of the, of that game. That's a lot, at least currently. Though it's disappointing considering how much each console sells and the figures of sale for software. But at least let's imagine, two, mil, two million and a half were sold, then people pirated it on PC... Some people rented it, some people got it to their friends, some just, you know, sold it as a second-hand game. So many different things that don't get to be counted into the selling and the sold version. But I'm inclined to believe that many people played Nier Automata. And when they played it, they actually understood that, yeah, this game is trying to convey that machines have feelings, androids have feelings, blah, blah, blah. That conveyed that message much more powerfully and beautifully than Detroit. Detroit is a game that's been like 10 years in the making, the way they said. Near Automata is a game that wasn't 10 years in the making, much less, and conveyed that message much better than Detroit. To those who haven't played Near Automata, I say go play that game. It's wonderful. It makes you cry at the end so many times. I mean, just you just keep crying. You can't hold yourself. And... Detroit, it didn't elicit any feelings in me. I didn't feel anything for these characters. Why? Why would it be like that? I actually felt something for Heavy Rain. I felt like a dad in Heavy Rain. I would actually, you know, give up my finger just to save my son. But with <laughs> with this game, you don't even feel anything for any character. I mean, I killed 
Cora and Alice, and it didn't feel anything. I was like, so, what happened? I killed Connor so many times. Even though I liked Connor, but I didn't feel anything. Marcus? I was happy to kill him. I don't know. I feel like this game missed its mark. I mean, lately I've been playing four uh, four video games, including Detroit, of course, and each of them had great story. God of War, amazing story. It made me feel so well. I actually played it three more times before I sold it. But I just sold it, of course, to get Far Cry 5, but it was very much well worth it. That game was amazing. God of War ruled. Such an amazing story. Then we came to Far Cry 5, even though I say that the story is not that great. The ending was the highest point of the game. It actually made you think so much. Then we came to Nier Automata. Again, all of that story made you think. From the beginning until the end. Detroit? Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Sony, Quantic Dream. Your game is not perfect. It's not even close to perfect. This game lacks emotional punch. This game lacks a... Basically, it cannot engage you in the story. It cannot make you care. It doesn't. Nier Automata did all of that and more. The same story you were trying to say, they did it better, even without having humans in the story. That's that's a big bonus. They made me feel so sad, so happy, so excited by just watching machines and androids. You had the benefit of humans with androids, and I felt nothing. I mean, nothing in the gameplay was exciting. I didn't feel like, wow, such a great scene. I'm so excited. For example, those who say that these games are not meant to be exciting, Heavy Rain, Police Chase, very exciting. I remember the trophy was called The Bear. That was such an exciting thing in Heavy Rain. The whole fight, the whole... uh, Getting out of the car with, with uh, before getting demolished. Exciting. This game doesn't have anything that makes your heart pound. Nothing. I say that my score will be 8 or 7.5. In worst case. I say that the game has amazing graphics. Has a few good messages. Um... Likeable characters at least, but otherwise it doesn't have that much of an engaging engaging story. It doesn't have that much consequences with your choices. It's it's not exactly perfect, but it's not that bad either. Is it good for trying it once? Yeah. Is it fine if I buy it full price? No. I would say that you know, just wait for a discount or buy it second-handed. That's the best you can do. Play it, enjoy it, that's it. Put it away. If you want, you can even platinum the game. But other than that, no. No, 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 no. The story and the game isn't that kind of a thing. Very well, that was my review of Detroit Become Human on PS4. Like I said, my score is 8. And while the game is not perfect, it's not exactly bad either. It's just... Somewhere in between that, you know, trying it for one time can be nice. Especially if it's at a discounted price. It's not like God of War, which we can buy at full price and say you have no regrets. Anyways, thank you for listening in. 
until I actually get to play another game and review that game, just like I reviewed so far Far Cry 5 and Detroit. See you guys.